That was Rachel Platten with Fight Song. The upcoming story from Graham Kemlo does have a happy ending, but it also deals with an unhealthy dependence on alcohol by a man who spent 23 years working in the wine industry until he realised his situation was affecting his family. So Jason Quinn took the difficult decision to leave the industry that has been his life. His wife, Andy Quinn, is brave in talking frankly to us about the backstory to Ortiz's success for the family in developing and selling their healthy, naturally flavoured sparkling soft drink that uses Australian native fruits, including finger lime, mountain pepperberry and quandong, with no sugar and no preservatives. Well, last weekend, I uh, paid a visit to the Mornington Peninsula, where I've spent a lot of time over the years, to a little sleepy village called Choram. But there was a market on there. There was some terrific music playing. We wandered around. I was with uh, my goddaughter and uh, uh, some other members of my family. And we came upon something called Etch Sparkling. And there was a gorgeous girl behind the counter who happens to be the person I'm speaking with today, Andy Quinn. It was great to meet you at the market down there at Shoreham, Andy. Oh, thank you so much, Graham. It was so lovely to meet you. It was a great day, wasn't it, down there? It was Easter a, Sunday. was a good day. Uh, it was actually more fun in Shoreham than Flinders, which was absolutely chock-a-block with vintage cars and hundreds of people parked everywhere. But So uh, I enjoyed getting back to uh, the quiet life in in Shoreham. But uh, you were going all right. Your stand there, at which you were selling your etch sparkly drinks was uh, very very popular it was popular so popular in fact i didn't have much time to stop and talk to you which was disappointing because i wanted to but um well it was great to be so busy what struck me about this and my goddaughter claire uh put me up put me on to what you had you've sort of brought to market etch sparkling is actually a soft drink and i think it uses mineral water and native australian flavors is that right that's right, yes. So the base is a sparkling water and then we use the native Australian extracts. So the, the ingredients are sourced around Australia where they thrive naturally in our Australian soils without the use of pesticides or irrigation in most cases. And we also use no preservatives or sugars in, in the drinks as well. So well, I, I like the no sugars bit because I haven't been eating sugar now for, I think, about seven years. So I can pick sugar a mile away. But in, in the one that I tried, which I think was a, uh, was a pear, you had monk fruit as, the, as a sort of sweetening agent, didn't you? Yeah, that might have been the bush apple and kakadu plum. So yeah, so that's have, right. Sorry, yes. Yeah, no, that's all right. It has sort of a stewed pear flavour so or character to it. Yes, we do use monk fruit. We use a very minimal amount of monk fruit, but it just gives the, the drinks just that little bit of texture and body to it because we found out when creating etch that, you know, sugar is one thing that really body and texture really to a drink. So it's really hard to create a drink without these ingredients and monk fruit just allows you to get, get that little touch of sweetness but using a natural product. Now, I understand from our very quick chat, Andy, that the birth of this product was actually something that happened because you and your husband had both worked in the wine industry. 
That's right. Yes. So we had two, um, my husband had two decades working in the wine industry. We both met working on Mornington Peninsula local wineries. And yeah, so he went off to have a 23-year career working in the wine industry for starting off at small local wineries, working up to some of Australia's largest wine businesses. And at the end of his career, he was working for a large French family wine business looking after their Australia Pacific business. So yes, quite a, a bit of experience in the beverage industry, right. um, during, you know, for the alcoholic side. But somewhere along the line, Jason's relationship with alcohol went from sort of enjoying that lovely glass of wine to knock off at the end of the day to really needing that glass of wine to to de-stress from a hard day's work. And, you know, he developed a growing reliance on alcohol just to get through the daily stresses of life as, you know, the pressures of having a mortgage and raising a family increased. Jason's drinking increased, really. So. Did he notice this or did you? Oh, well, when we talk about it now, Jason tells me that he had these niggling voices in his head for a very long time. Um, So we talk about this train journey and, you know, there's many chances to get off the train. And unfortunately for us, we, Jason kept on the train until it got to a point where he really needed to make the change his well-being, his mental health, had, you know, was declining. And so it was something that we had to make the decision to get out of the alcohol industry and, and leave the wine industry behind, which was really challenging because, as you can imagine, it wasn't just a, you know, it wasn't just a job for Jason. Wine was everything in our lives. It was intertwined in our social scenes. It was obviously our finances. It was our connections, our friends. It was all around the wine industry so okay. removing um removing ourselves from that was a really challenging time mm. so jason ended up you know having to spend quite a bit of time working on his mental well-being and and getting well during that time he went back to working as a landscape gardener because you know one of the reasons that he loved the wine industry was really that agricultural side and that connecting to earth and, you know, I guess along the path, working his way up the corporate ladder, he sort of disconnected from that. So that was something for about 18 months he did that. And while he was working in the landscape business, this is where Etch started. So I remember having a conversation with him saying, you know, because he sort of said, well, what's my life going to look like now? And I remember saying, well, why don't we create, you know, an alcohol-free beverage that gives people that same beautiful ritual and experience of having a lovely glass of wine, but just without the alcohol. So Etch was born. (laughs) That's uh, very brave of you to talk about that. Uh, And he talks about it too, right? He does, yes. We're very open. Yeah, we're quite open about it. And we, you know, part of our journey, so Etch, I don't know if we've mentioned this, but Etch stands for Every Time Choose Health. And for us, that that health piece is obviously the mental health side of things with the choosing to connect to your intuition, listen to your your body and decide whether alcohol is serving you and whether alcohol, you know, how your relationship with alcohol is going. Right. We, we certainly are not anti-alcohol because, you know, obviously we had a lovely lovely experience with alcohol in the, the early years, but mm. for us it, it just change the relationship change but so we speak about mental health in that way we speak about physical health with the all natural ingredients 
with the sugar-free piece as well. But we also speak about the health of our environment, the health of our soils, because these plants are sustainably farmed in Australia. So, right. yeah, so the Every Time Choose Health has quite, quite the meaning. And we really like to think of Etch as a powerful message for social change and inclusion wrapped up in a bottle. Or a so can. A message in a a bottle or a can, yeah. that's right. <laughs> it's a fabulous looking product. I can see that whoever came up with the idea has experience in marketing a beverage. And uh, you know, I think you've done a wonderful job uh, of that. Tell me about the different offerings. You've, I think you've got half a dozen flavours, haven't you? We do. So we have five flavours in cans. We have our finger lime, lemon myrtle and rosemary. Yeah. Which is like... I like to describe it as a native Australian lemonade without the sugar. So yeah. it's a more more sophisticated version of lemonade. We have Davidson Plum, Ribery and Strawberry Gum, which is really beautiful and aromatic. Smells these lovely sweet berry flavours, but it's quite dry and clean when you drink it. Mm-hmm. We've got three new flavours. So we've got orange and quandong. Yeah. So quandong is a, is a native Australian peach. Yeah. You've got these beautiful orange sherbet flavours with a little bit of a bit of a creamy soda finish. We describe it as a creme brulee finish on that one. Okay. We have bush apple and kakadu plum. So those ingredients come from the Northern Territory and I think that might be the one you tried, Graham. Yeah. It has stewed fruit, sort of stewed apples and stewed pears flavours. And then we have our mountain pepperberry and raspberry. So that one has beautiful ripe raspberries and this savoury finish of pepperberry. It grows mostly down in Tasmania. It really can just be a great swap out for pepper, black pepper. Oh, so, I like pepper, yeah. Yeah, so you dry the berries out and pop them in your pepper grinder. So ah. it's got this savoury black pepper flavour but also like a lovely hint of Okay. Sweet berry. So. Well, I've got a few more to try yet. By the sound of things, you, you do. And and the other one we've got. So we've got those are the cans. We also have three bottles, three flavors in bottles. Two of those I've already mentioned. So we've got the plum and the the zest, which is the finger lime in bottles. But we also have a local flora, Mornington Peninsula honey and rose water in bottles. So. Okay. That's our only one that has a little bit of natural sugars from honey in it. Right. So um, I, I noticed bottles in your cans did have a nutrition panel that indicated yes. uh, what the carbohydrate content was, but there's no hidden sugars, is there? Absolutely no, nothing hidden. I mean, that's something we're really passionate about. You know, we, when we speak about health, we're, we're authentically interested in health. We're certainly not trying to hide anything, so... Mm. All of the ingredients are listed and, yeah, the nutritional panel is there for you to see. So one, one thing we haven't spoken about, Graham, is our connection to why we chose native ingredients. When Jason was in his recovery phase, his father organised a bushwalk with a local Indigenous man named Lionel Louch. He owns a company called Living Culture here on the Morning to Peninsula and he helps people, educate people on Indigenous culture and he took Jason and his brother and father for a men's walk. I wasn't allowed to go. Oh. But, um, he took Jason along path that we had walked, and Jason's a runner, so he had run along these paths many, many times without realising that he was passing these amazing edible plants. And so Lionel educated us and has really sparked our interest in the native foods because there's so many incredible ingredients in Australia with 
nutritional qualities and delicious flavour profiles that are just emerging really. I don't know if you've seen on MasterChef and those sort of shows, they have lots of Australian ingredients um, over the last few years. But yeah. in a beverage, yeah, there's not that many companies that use them in a beverage yet. We're sort of hoping to celebrate those ingredients and showcase them in a drink. When we're developing flavours, we love to have the whole family sitting around the table and we taste and assess and get their opinions. So it's great to have family business where they're all part of it too. That's fantastic. You were saying to me off air that you've just completed a video for the export market, but you've already got some export sales into New Zealand and also into Singapore. That's exciting. It's very exciting, yes. Well, we launched our business at the end of 2019. We were bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and and, and very excited. Yeah, Um, until March 2020. That's right. So, yeah, that kind of came crashing down on us pretty quickly. But what happened was, I guess people started looking into wellness because... For starters, a lot of people started to drink a lot of alcohol in those early days, Mm. and we found there was a real interest in looking for alcohol-free options as the lockdowns continued. So our business really started to grow and thrive online, which was really wonderful. We connected with some wonderful people around Australia and, yeah, started to get growing interest from overseas. So we have a stockist, an online stockist in New Zealand, and they... They deliver the whole of New Zealand. And then we have also an online stockist in Singapore as well. So we're hoping to develop, certainly the Asian market is probably first on the list, and then the UK and the US as well. So it's a very exciting time. You can find us online at itchsparkling.com.au. We we also have um, Instagram at itchsparkling and Facebook as well. Um, And we do some lovely things. We do alcohol-free cocktail recipes on Instagram and we have those also on our website. So there's lots of other fun things we do on there to, you know, help people if they're choosing to moderate or if they're choosing to, you know, stop drinking. There's some great beverage options. Graham Kemlo there speaking with Andy Quinn about Edge Sparkling, which stands for Every Time Choose Health. More information? www.hsparkling.com.au This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.